0: Hello and welcome to Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 217. I'm your host, Brian. Joining me this evening, Mac.
1: Can't be 217. It, it
0: is. <laughs> no, no, no. And, uh, wait, Ian, a minute, wait a
1: minute, looking at my gray hair. Okay, it is
0: 217. <laughs> and uh, Ian is with us. Hey, yeah, we've been doing this for a while now. Yes, we have. I blame Brian. <laughs> and we have Mad Cat.
2: Have 19 and two, two tries, so 217 isn't so bad.
0: Nope. And we have the dumbass himself. I regret nothing ever. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't yeah.
2: say that around your cousin who can find things that you regret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: right. I, I didn't hear a challenge accepted, but I g- get close.
2: Well, the other problem about that is he could get me back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right well ian is going to go to WhimsyCon, which is not a masturbation festival i assume
3: no 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 but that's a whole different thing and that's the only time,
0: time i do whimsy i'm just
3: saying
1: <laughs> well
4: oh, hold on a minute is no, it- So, is it, is it just whimsy or does it also include frivolity
1: <laughs> i i think that WhimsyCon is the uh is the big event where all the fans of the Lord Peter Whimsy mysteries gather, if I'm okay. not mistaken.
2: So are they whimsical
3: or... No, they're just covered
0: in whipped cream.
3: Ooh, <laughs> I like that. I don't recall that last year. Uh, we'll have to see if that's a panel this year.
0: <laughs> are we making stuff up? Is, are, are you Are you saying we're making stuff up? Is that what you're saying?
3: Yeah, maybe a little. Although oh. knowing some of the people that will be at WhimsyCon, the... um uh whipped cream covering panel uh that I, th- I think you'd have a crowd um who might show up for that nice <laughs> but it's actually um is it second year it's a um, steampunk convention that basically took over after anomaly con ended and so i will be there i will be on a couple of panels um and when i'm not on panel i'll be hanging around having a fun time cool. all right but it, its main focus is steampunk and costuming.
0: I I think that the whipped cream thing is moral unless women are involved, and then it's immoral, right?
3: I don't think I'd want to do it without the women involved. So uh, well,
0: but I don't know. Based <laughs> on based on our next story, I, I think it's immoral if women are involved.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I think we better get onto it. What do you think? Uh, once we're told what time it is, that's right. Ah, uh,
2: yes. <clears throat> And it is time for Ian and Dumbass's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the brought Dumbass by Media the Dumbass
0: Empire. Empire.
4: Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves.
0: All right. Well, okay. So, so Ian is going to tell us about the sex toy company that won an award uh, for the Electronics Consumer Award. Right? They won it, right, yeah. Ian?
3: Yeah. So, and, and it was kind of a cool deal that a sex company actually won an innovative award. Well, it wouldn't be the, their... the first
0: time that actually that CES has given an award to a to a um to a company that making a, a sexual product. Right. Right. So, this
3: product. What?
0: Go ahead. Tell me about the product.
3: Tell, yeah, tell me tell more, me please. The so the product is um, called Oseo Robotic Pleasure Device. It's basically a hands-free device the women put in there. That um, I'm trying to remember all the stuff to it. It had actually. It, it sounds quite the the product. Let me see if I, can I got
4: the it. I got the impression that there was something to do with a puff of air <laughs> onto the clitoris. Yes.
3: Yeah. Okay. yeah see, I, I think Brian studied it more than me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so so the idea here is that and it has a, a very unique shape and it is hands-free and it go, it's, it goes into the uh the vagina and yeah. it's supposed it, to stroke the um the G spot and, and also using
3: biomimatic – is that how it's pronounced? Biomimatics and micro robot technology.
0: I'm not I'm not brave enough to try and pronounce it. <laughs>
3: But that's um, what I was looking for. biomimetic yeah,
0: so, so it I have is. No it, idea
3: what those are, but they sound cool, don't they?
0: It is pretty innovative. So it's, it's also puffing air onto onto the um, external part of the cli- of the clitoris while while it strikes the G spot. It sounds like a um like a very interesting and you know um, innovative. Um, yeah, innovative product. And so they won an award um in robotics for that for this product um from CTA. I love Right? So is, that, is so? I guess that's the – is that the organization behind CES? That's the
1: Consumer Technology Association.
0: Okay. And then they found out that it was a sex toy for women and they revoked it, it. It's
3: interesting how they found out.
0: Right. And yeah, how the uh, fuck did I they not they know, they know from it. the beginning? Yeah. How, how was this award given with nobody knowing what this was? That's crazy. That's a good question. That means nobody's Why? really reviewing the I, submissions. I
3: I wonder if the judging panel judged it and said, "Oh, this is a great award." Then the people running things said, "Oh, wait a minute, we can't have that win an award." How do <laughs> you well, know and that that I, could I, be? You hear about stuff like that happening where the people who are judging are not necessarily the people putting on the event,
0: right? But that means That's that there's a mis- like. there's a miscommunication inside the organization that that they're not communicating what their standards are. Right. The fact that the fact that this made it through the review process, I mean, here's the thing: it's this is an irrelevant you know, it, conference anyway, at this point, you know, it started out, it was, it was, you know, people coming and, sh- you know, this is, this is where Wozniak presented the, you know, the Apple computer and all and the, and this is, I mean, that's its roots. And now it's TVs and cars, right. And, and which you can find so many other places, they still sell tickets. So they still do it. But as far as like actual consumer news and innovative products coming oh. out of this thing, it's so it, it's irrelevant anyway, at least we could put something in here that might give it some relevancy.
3: And apparently, it also has been sex dolls for men, VR right. porn, and uh, other pornography-related. Um, oh, oh,
0: oh, I didn't, I
4: didn't see that. Uh, yeah, nobody mentioned that in the thing that I read. That they uh, they also had sex toys for men. The, well, uh, and
0: one. and here's things that 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 sex doll. Uh, there was a sex doll for men that actually did win an award. Just a quick note here: the sex doll for men, I don't think actually won an award. On further research, but it was allowed to present on the floor. And I we say that I say that repeatedly through here that it won an award and that doesn't seem to be true. And that one wasn't taken away. But as soon as they find out that it's a sex story for women, they reveal it. Right. And well, that's the key piece here.
4: That seems like a bit of information they should have put in that video.
0: It's not in the video. It's in the articles that I posted.
4: Yeah. You
1: know, the, the thing that you need to look at on this, though, that's important to know is that the reason that that was disqualified is because you know women you know don't have any autonomy
0: it's specifically oh man and what actually the actual wording that they used
1: they can't afford to buy this without their husband's consent
0: (laughs) this is not fucking saudi arabia um here so it was
3: what was called what um immoral which i'm not sure how you justify that obscene borderline
0: And it's not obscene. No, it's not even borderline obscene. It's
3: not any
1: more obscene than a sex doll for men.
3: Oh, yeah, less obscene than that, definitely.
0: Where's the actual... I'm looking for the actual wording that they used, and it's just so terrible. Yeah.
3: But like I said, immoral, obscene, and there was, I think, two other descriptions for There was two other
0: adjectives that went along with it. immoral,
2: obscene, indecent, and profane. Yeah, what the fuck? that's important.
0: Well, they, they didn't. They didn't call the product
4: all of those things. They just—that's the section that they cited. Yeah. For that's
0: true. Oh, they cited that in the section. So that okay. So, so, they, so yeah.
4: So which one? So which
0: one is it? Right. I mean, they should yeah. specify which which one of those that it's being rejected for. Otherwise, we can just assume that they rejected it for all of those. That the people at CES right. think that women's sexuality is immoral.
4: Yeah, and, and if. if uh, my my impression was that they that they weren't set up for uh, showing sex toys and stuff, which I would completely nope. understand. Yeah. But if they if they're if they're doing this with men's sex toys, then
0: this is this uh, is yeah. hypocrisy. And here's the thing: is that there there might be a difference between winning an award and 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 presenting at CES. Maybe one's okay and the award isn't, except for the fact that they've given awards to men's sex toys.
1: Yeah, but it's it's not hypocrisy if it's if it's a well known situation that there's a there's a war on women and their sexuality <laughs> because you know, oh, oh wait wait okay yeah wait I, I I regretted it even as I said it <laughs> <laughs> right
0: you when you said it out loud it <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait when I say that out loud it doesn't quite uh, sound I, right
1: when you know when we when we when we live in a world where. Congress called a a secret session during the government shutdown not to start the government back up again, but in order to pass something against women's contraception. It's good to know that there's not a war on women in this country. (laughs) Right. right. Um... Uh, It's good to know that there's not a double standard and there's no hypocrisy and that, you know, women's contraception isn't funded, but Viagra is.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. another,
4: right? another thing too though, I mean like I think they should, if they're opening it up to men's sex toys, they should open up it up to women's sex toys and uh, but um, uh, in addition to that, if they're opening it up to women's sex toys, they, they should have like more women's sex toys considered too. Like for example, the Unstoppable Bio- Bionic Penises from next episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see. You know, so it says literally I... a sex doll for men launched on the, on the floor. Uh, it doesn't say won an award though. It says launched on
1: I I think that what you said, Brian, is probably the best thing, which is to just acknowledge that this this organization is making itself irrelevant, that maybe they have a crisis of leadership and that, you know, that people shouldn't give that much credence to what they say if it doesn't match the times.
0: I mean, not that many interesting articles came out of CES this year. I mean, I read some, you know, but and I mean, there's a flying car, which is which is basically a big drone. Right. Which, and, and, but yet they still don't know how they're going to deal with the noise from it. And so it's still not a practical thing. Right. So, so there's stuff like that. It's like, oh, okay. It's cool. There's always a flying car at CES and they, you know, they never make it to market. I mean, it's, it's that kind of shit that, that we, I mean, that we see at this conference. I don't know. They can go away and it won't affect consumer electronics at all. Yeah. There was a time when this was the show. Right. I mean, th- we were going to see what the next gen of computers was going to look like at this show. That doesn't happen anymore. We don't see next gen of really anything of this show anymore.
1: No, I, you know, really, if you want to see what's relevant in technology, you've got to watch the Stark Expo.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> not oh, going to fall for it. the, you're not going to fall for the Wakanda trick again, huh? Uh, so I
0: was just going to say, I think what, I think Wakanda is going to be um, showing a lot of cool stuff at this show. <laughs> yeah. What of nonsense is this <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I mean, so Michelle, anyway I might
2: get mad at people killing something you know? the
0: the thing that about this that pissed me off the most was was the classification you know I mean I guess I don't know if they're calling it immoral or what they're calling it but I mean it
1: I kind of got the impression they're calling it all those things
0: yeah, that's what I got that's the impression I got too but it's the they cite they just cite the section of their code I mean this is I, I'd like to see who's on this board is it a bunch of old white men?
1: Uh, actually what I, I looked it up and hold on consumer technology association. I, I found who was the current president, but, uh, CTA is led by president and CEO, Gary Shapiro. Gary
2: Shapiro. An old white guy. He
1: is the, he is the, he has authored the books, Ninja innovation and the comeback, how innovation will restore the American dream.
0: Wait, is he, wait, he's the CEO. Okay, yeah, so the chair, so I, I found, here I found it. Um, okay, the board is, is completely white. And old men? And nope, nope, there's a couple of old women on there too.
1: Okay, well, old women don't masturbate. <laughs> I you're
2: not but, supposed
0: to. But here's the thing, is that, I mean, they are, so But here, so the vice chair is from IBM Global Technology Services, uh, Bridget Carlin, Um Mike Fasio is the chair from Sony Electronics. Uh, here, let me, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll post this. In you the, know, chat. The, the
1: bottom line is that these, these older women know that a sex toy's place in the home is in your dresser's bottom drawer, buried under your nightgowns, and bookmarking a page in Fifty Shades of Grey.
0: And here's the thing: is that we're, and
1: not on a, not not being displayed like. I mean, the board
0: is the, is the, the board is made up of eight people, um, the uh, and it uh, the executive board, and three of them are women, and five of them are men, and they're all white. And uh, and any, so the division chairs are all white. The members at large are all white. <laughs> I mean, this. Oh no, I take that back. There is a black man.
4: Well, I'm not not sure that uh, their racial uh, diversity matters much for this story, but uh, that's something to consider.
0: I I, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't look like a very diverse board to me.
4: Yeah.
1: I I will tell you something important about their Wikipedia page. It looks like an advertisement. (laughs) Mm. It looks like a freaking commercial for for them. So it's really pretty much lacking in any negative information whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'll
1: be uh stepping away for just a
0: sec. Okay. No, and, and you, I mean your your point is I mean, but here's the thing, there's a lot of people on here and and I and I don't feel like it's highly representative of the technology community. Mm-hmm.
4: Maybe. And then I get the impression that maybe like it, um like you're saying you you don't know whether the sex toys won an award in years before. I, I get the impression that if it if one was uh some were let onto the floor yeah, that I maybe don't, the yeah. upper big wigs didn't know about it. Like it seems it seems like they're they're really they they haven't really been paying attention to a lot of what's been going on if uh if this kind of screw up got through the system.
0: Well it's all optics, right? It's it's all about how they're gonna look it's not I mean it's not it's not whether it's innovative or not. This is strictly about opti- opti- um, optics right it, the, the product it, it, it's a sex toy for women and the optics for them aren't good, right? Be, for me, I think that they would be good. The, I think the optics are bad that they that they rejected it, but they but they clearly felt the opposite. And is a, and is a sex toy for men more socially acceptable than a sex toy for women? Um, I think the answer to that is unfortunately yes, but that's an opinion.
4: I mean, you, you you could look at it in a few ways. I mean, I think um, like uh, women are often made to feel ashamed at masturbating, but men, too, uh, men too. Uh, are often feel uh, made to feel that they're not manly if they have to resort to masturbation.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've seen that. I don't know.
1: And you're not supposed to be I, able to I think that the hope, though, is that men's sex toys become advanced enough as AI that they have a chance of rejecting you, so... <laughs>
4: You know, they'll probably make uh, AIs that are built purposely for that to, to reject you because some guys like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I can go Aren't to some interesting these
4: places.
2: Are people going for seats in the house or something? Yeah, Gary Shapiro look... Gary Shapiro, Glenda McMillan, and Bridget Carlin all look familiar somehow. Um,
1: I, I um, don't know. All, Glenda... all, all old white guys look alike to me. <laughs> <laughs> I you know I look at him and I thought is that Ed O'Neill?
0: Does uh, does Glenda McMillan often it may look like the um, the woman who used to be the CEO of HP? Maybe a little, maybe that's why.
2: CEO of HP. OP. Yeah.
0: What was her name? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Here's the thing: shame on this board. Mm-hmm. Shame on all of them.
2: Yep. Give something and, to the men. Pause I don't. It. I
0: don't even know. I don't even know if the if if the um, where the decision was made. Maybe it didn't get to the board. Maybe maybe uh, maybe a committee squashed it before that i don't know i haven't seen the letter but regardless shame on the board yeah, yeah. and here's the thing is that you know they, they are taking some heat over it but i don't think they care and this is one of those things that all they have to do is not say anything and it'll go away right they, they don't have to reverse the decision they don't have to acknowledge anything they just keep quiet and move forward
1: well, you know, here's another factor that we didn't really, we didn't really look at. The engineers are almost all women, and everybody knows that that women can't do engineering stuff because it's too complicated and it makes their brains heat up.
4: Scientific fact. What? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Thank you.
0: It took you a little long there, but thank you.
2: I'm I, I'm sorry. It's just, I I turned off the sound because the. My husband's phone rang. <laughs> I, uh...
0: <laughs> I, I I think you should let him have it is what I think. <laughs>
2: I, I think they should let them have it too. Well no, I
0: think you should let I think you should let Mac have it for that comment. I feel free. <laughs>
4: <laughs> now I I can see <laughs> if, if, if I, I can see um, that they might need to like set up extra like um uh precautions like on the on the floor if they're gonna like the um Show these things on the floor. Like have a have a section that's set up uh, that adults will know that uh, where they're getting into that the, their sexual stuff on display in here, right?
0: That's fine. I I I don't disagree with that. That that maybe they need to have an eighteen or older section or something, right? But
1: mm. okay, um, is it? I'll be. I do that think that I don't disagree. I disagree have with those it. Devices judged by people who are emotionally mature. <laughs> you know, here, people other than the board.
0: Here's the thing: is it? It got through the initial screening process. Somebody gave them the award and then and then somebody at C E S find out that wait a second, you're a sex toy? <sharp inhale> Sorry.
1: Oh no, no, no. You're a women's sex toy? Right.
0: Well, exactly. I don't know. It makes me mad. Oh. I don't like it. But yeah, let's move on to, to something that doesn't make me mad. Doctors warn against women uh warn women not to put parsley in their vaginas. Parsley now? <laughs> Parsley. Yes. Um We've gone from and this, and here, to the surprising, the surprising part of this article is that it doesn't start with goop. <laughs> no, no, this, yeah.
4: this is this was uh, put in um, Mary Claire, um, and um, they, I think it was just on their website, and they've since taken it down, saying that uh, they agree that uh, this wasn't up to their usual standards, but. Um,
1: <laughs> No, I, I i i don't get why they would put something like that in there i mean it's only intended as a fucking garnish
3: uh, <laughs> okay well,
1: wow it also
2: has flavoring flavoring
1: attributes to it so maybe. Have you have you tasted parsley i like parsley. it doesn't it doesn't have flavoring attributes
0: how do you make your chimichurri without parsley the
1: Huh? I did not uh-huh. say, I, I say I hire chimichurri, a chimichurri
3: sweep. <laughs> I like the taste of parsley. So there. So there. <laughs>
1: I, 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 do I do. hire a chimichurri sweep, preferably <laughs> one preferably one with a Jerry Cockney accent, possibly played by Dick, Den, Dick Van Dyke. I don't but, know what chimichurri
0: is. Yeah, you just pissed off a apparently whole bunch sticking, of Argentinians.
3: Uh, apparently sticking parsley up there does not help to kickstart your period.
0: No, Yeah. but will it make uh, it fresh? Article. Will it make it smell fresh?
4: Hmm. The article
0: claimed that parsley
4: is a mild menagogue, which I looked up, means uh, any agent that pro- promotes menstrual discharge. It um, says if you're struggling, uh, oh, first, yeah, so uh, they say it can increase m- menstruation, uh, and it says uh, by softening the cervix and balancing hormones, and I don't know where they got that from. But, but the quote is, if you're struggling to find a dish based on parsley, don't panic. The most effective forms are said to be parsley tea and parsley Vaginal inserts, which somebody's making
0: parsley vaginal
3: inserts? Uh, 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 someone's dumb uh, enough to pay for them, yeah,
1: someone's going to make them.
0: Don't take them to CES.
1: Um, okay. Last year, a woman in Argentina reportedly lost her life after using the herb to terminate her pregnancy.
0: Really? Well, she terminated it. Well, here's the thing. is that well, the, yeah. if, if, if it isn't clean, if there's bacteria and stuff on the outside of it, you, you're you introducing um all that stuff into the vagina, which is not good. <clears throat> I mean, isn't it, it? What, yeah, it's, what, it's a what about a killer? Things
4: will rot down there.
0: Yeah, it's. It. I mean, yeah, it's not a good. Not, yeah, you don't want to do hey, that.
4: You don't want to store parsley in a moist environment.
0: No.
1: <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> and yet, at the store, they put it under sprinklers.
1: What sprinklers? <laughs> I'm not wrong about that, guys. I am not wrong about that. French parsley <laughs> is put in the refrigerated section under the sprinklers.
0: That that is true. Right yeah. next to the cilantro. And both of those you need for chimichurri.
2: Oh, okay. I, I was... Never mind. I like cilantro. I was cilantro. something different.
1: I like cilantro. He was a good singer.
4: Oh, boy. So, uh quote from here, uh, Dr. Sheila Newman, New Jersey-based obstetrician-gynecologist. Um, she says, uh, there are only a few things that should go in your vagina, and vegetables generally aren't one of them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, people used I, to love
4: cucumbers, so... Yeah, cucumber are cares. I mean, like... Uh, you know, like for a brief little bit, sure, why well, not? Also not no, but still,
0: any bacteria anything. on any bacteria on the outside of those vegetables you're introducing into that system, and that's not a good idea. <laughs>
4: uh, it, it's, it's much better to, do, to use a dildo, definitely, right? You know, or a humorously shaped
1: parsnip. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I'm going to disclaimer this one. Uh, I do not have a vagina. <laughs> I sure? could not be I could not be considered to be uh, I could not be considered to be a noted expert on what one should put in there
0: uh, oh, okay
1: I only really know of one thing Okay. well I
0: think,
2: I think you know more than one thing this is only article
0: yeah. number two and
3: it only gets um, wackier from here should.
2: Um. yeah
0: alright go ahead <laughs> so, so, so the next one that is, um, I, I think we're done with that, aren't we?
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> we got something even worse to inject. A in man's
0: itself. unusual cure for his chronic back pain injects himself with his own semen every month, and apparently he did this for a year and a half. Yeah, um, and he so and, he. Well, go ahead.
2: And got a sub- subcutaneous abscess because of it.
0: Right. So here's the thing: is that for back pain in his back, he was injecting himself in his arm, which is probably good. It's probably good that wasn't trying to inject this where the pain actually was, right? Um, but yeah, so he did it, and so he apparently lifted something heavy, ended up in uh, um, in the hospital in where they where they also saw, I mean, he you know, the infection in the arm, and of course he still had the chronic back pain. He'd been doing this for a year and a half, and it hadn't helped the back pain. Um, we don't know why he did this. Um, doctors looked... There, there's no, there's, there, there's no connection that they could find between uh, semen and back pain. Uh, there is some studies that have been done on what uh, mice and rabbits, where they do inject them with semen. But I don't. But those studies aren't cited, so we don't actually know why they were injected for that. If it was for pain or for something else, we, we have no idea. I,
1: I think Brian, that what you're not looking at here, and this is what's important, is that he was having difficulty standing up straight. Oh. <laughs> so I
0: like you a to get a wreck that, I get it. I yeah. like
1: the reference
2: that they use for this site called boingboing.net. dot net. It says, "Turns out that injecting semen into your arm doesn't cure back pain."
0: Right. Who knew? Turns out.
2: It's, but boing boing.
0: <laughs> Well, but boing boing
2: boing actually, BoingBoing.
0: Boing, boing, I like boing, boing. They, they, they they actually are. Uh, they're quick on a lot of this stuff. <laughs>
4: So I think... I've got an idea where he might have gotten the idea from.
0: Okay. Um,
4: if you look at the history of these kind of things, um, there, there's actually the, this book uh, <clears throat> some of you might have read. Uh, it's called, by Pope Brock, it's called Charlatan, America's Most Dangerous Huckster, The Man Who Pursued Him, and the Age of Flimflam. Flam. Um, and this okay. uh, this book is about um, a, uh, a man named Dr. John R. Brinkley, uh, who in the... Um, Early 1900s, um, I I think it's in 1917. Here, um, he uh, came up with this therapy for rejuvenating people and fixing all sorts of health problems, which uh, which was um, basically implanting uh, them, implanting people with goat testicles.
0: And what was it for? What did they implant the goat testicles for? Was it for? It was basically it was basically a cure all, cure all. So for anything,
4: it it sounds to me like make uh, make you younger, more vital. Um, cure pains and all that kind of stuff.
1: This sounds to me an awful lot like somebody came into possession of a large quantity of goats' testicles and wasn't sure what to do with them. <laughs> <laughs> How does that happen? And and, and I, I I'm not sure. I don't I don't. I'm not an expert in goats' testicles either.
0: Right, because you don't have uh, any. I do
1: want to. I do want to make a point though, dumbass. You said something about the flim flam, but uh, flim flam actually comes from much higher on the. Uh.
2: Well, maybe the guy realized that all the goat testicles that he got were not quite the same as what's normally used for prairie uh, oysters. Prairie oysters, right?
1: Yep, Rocky Mountain oysters yep. is what
4: we call them. Um, there's a history here of so, uh, as I said, of the um, uh, of the male genitals, the the um, uh, the testicles and the and the semen uh, being uh, being associated with. Uh, Uh, youth and vibrancy. Right. So you think Um, it's a vitality thing?
1: And you know, when you think about it, I mean, his own semen's got to be more sanitary than you know, than than goat semen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Surely. At least he used his own. You know, at
1: least from a at least from a chain of custody perspective. You know, at least he knows where it came from.
0: But it's you. I think you're honestly. It's a sympathetic magic recycling,
1: which reduced his carbon footprint.
0: It's a sympathetic magic. Kind of, kind of thing, you know, kind of a vitality type of thing, right? He's 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 re-injecting his own vitality.
4: Yeah. Okay. After, a new thing to after
1: i extracting it with some lotion. Uh,
4: I know that there have been. Um, I think there was a, a fighter, maybe a boxer or a wrestler, at some point who said that uh, he uh, he uh, uh, drank his semen before a match in order to give him more vitality.
0: Isn't that? I mean, that's just recycling his own vitality, though. Wouldn't he need somebody else's semen to add vitality? I'm just saying. Hmm. Well, you'd think.
2: Well, at least they're recycling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm saying lower carbon footprint.
0: Yeah. All right. And so we, I remember when we covered this story initially. But so Irish woman who married a 300 year old pirate ghost announced breakup.
1: Wait, wait, hold on, Brian. Before oh, you, I'm uh, sorry. Oh, okay. Before you go there. Um. So back to the subject briefly of uh, of goat testicles.
0: Is so this yes, we need to know more?
1: If you're feeling old, and who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Nope, Goat's Butter. Goat's Butter.
0: (laughs) All that so you could make a joke? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yeah. I have no shame.
0: He has none. Uh, Can we move on now? Yeah.
4: Sure.
0: Irish woman who married 300-year-old pirate ghost announces breakup.
4: Right. So, um, yeah, uh, there's a 45-year-old woman, uh, uh, Amanda Teague from Ireland um, married uh, the ghost of an 18th century Haitian pirate, she says. Um, uh, And um, yeah, now she's announced that they've broken up. Uh, She was kind of vague about the reasons for it. Yeah, doesn't say why. Um, She she just married him for the money. She says, (laughs) I will explain all in due course, but for now, all I want to say is be very careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. Here's the thing. This
0: woman absolutely believes everything that she <laughs> he is saying. He cheated on her. Uh, maybe. He, he, I'm, she, not, I'm not sure if she believes it or not. I, don't, I I think she's sincere. I really do because I went back and I watched some of the videos with her, you know, and her talking about about the marriage in the first place about how she was a demisexual and she didn't want to – she was tired of just having, you know, meaning – or you know, that this – what did she say? It wasn't – she didn't say meaningless sex, but basically Casual. she, she – she told the she told the ghost that they had to get married or you know or she wasn't going to have sex with him anymore. And of course he agreed. Of course. Um I I think I think she's sincere. And and I well, guess um, there's no way for me to know that, but when she but when you when you when you watch the videos and you hear her talk, she I don't think and here's the thing she's she's not conning anyone, right? She she's yeah. not nothing that she's doing impacts anybody around her. And and so it's just it just seems to me I don't I don't see why there would be a point other than if it's for attention. Maybe that. But I mean, well, she, she she does work as a Jack
4: Sparrow impersonator. So I'm thinking this might be something to drum up uh, interest in people coming to see her.
0: I mean, that's a strong point. I agree. If, if that that could be true. But some of these link, you know, she explains ghost figure caught on. I mean, no, it's not the one. She she explains why she married him and and, and and it's a video and listening to her talk I I don't think maybe right but but she talks about how she works with energy and how she first met this particular entity and all of this and it, it's pretty well
4: I don't know she, she could very well be sincere I mean I find it interesting though that uh, she's a Jack Sparrow impersonator and yeah. her ghost husband's name is Jack
0: well and and her name what she calls herself. Um, is something is Amanda Sparrow right in, in the video i think so So she's, she's using that i mean it's obviously i guess what you would call a stage name but she's i don't know i have no reason to believe this woman isn't sincere that's all i'm saying you can you she could prove me wrong
2: money.
0: what money <laughs> <And> <laughs> the pirate, pirate treasure he
1: had money
0: pirates didn't have yeah, money. treasure buried somewhere i guess maybe maybe oh
4: my
1: god that's why they split up he lied oh, he, to her he about would give her the he lied to her about where the pressure was buried. Mm. The you
0: know, oh, here box. it is. Having built up the relationships from t- from 2014, and great sex wasn't enough for, um, oh, what's her name? T- Tiggy, Tigus, anyway. T- howa- t- However, T. However, she gave Jack an ultimatum that she that would, um, that she would need more commitment for their relationship to continue. Maybe it's all an act. I don't know, but I. I I, it doesn't – if it's – if it's. I think uh, that was the reason that she married him in the first place. Right. So. That's the reason she married him in the first place, right.
1: You know, is if it's an act, it's an act. If it's something she's sincere about, then she's found something to believe in and something to – you know, something or somebody to love and, you know.
0: Okay. But here's the thing. Is it – it's it's a crazy that doesn't seem to me like it's hurting anybody. It's like it's like Prince, yeah. right? He 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 was completely crazy, but his crazy didn't hurt anybody, and it produced great music, right? People
2: just didn't know how to spell his uh, to say his name.
1: <laughs> when he James, when he James it, know, I, I, you know that's like that's like me and my my heterosexual in, interspecies life partner. We're we're not hurting anybody, except when Tango bites somebody.
0: Yeah, I mean, I um, maybe we would want to explore that more, but you know, and find out about consent. But no, we he don't. Knows that, no. He knows
1: how to say yeah.
2: <laughs> marriage to a ghost is legal in some countries, such as France and China. Yeah, we and covered so this. Couple traveled to well,
4: international also waters. in Japan.
1: We we talked about ghost marriage in China back at the time, if I recall.
4: Wait, uh, uh, yeah. Ghost ma- ghost marriage. Uh, if, where is ghost marriage illegal? I mean, you can put on a ceremony for anything. But the police aren't going to show up and say you're marrying a ghost. We're arresting you.
0: Well, they went to international waters to do the to do this initially is because they wanted to make sure that that it would be legal when they got back to Ireland. But I don't know what that means. What? Why is whether Ireland? And we had this discussion. I think initially is like, what does it matter whether Ireland recognizes this marriage? I mean, he doesn't have an income that they can tax, right? So so she's so even if she I mean she would essentially be married or married filing separately, right? I mean there's no tax advantage that I can think of her being married. Why why does it matter if Ireland recognizes this marriage or not? I don't know. I don't know. I never figured that and, out. And
4: and how would doing it at sea make Ireland recognize it?
0: Well, I guess the idea is if you did it in a country where it was recognized as legal that Ireland would be would would be forced to recognize it as legal I don't know if that's true or not I it that, that depends on how Ireland's marriage laws work which I'm not familiar with I, I think there was some of that happening in the u.s too um, when we when only certain states were letting people have um, same-sex marriages that people would would you know go to other states to get married and then bring it back and then at least if, if um, the federal government would honor it, but the states, I guess, may or may not. There was a lot of ambiguity there, too. So I don't know. Depends on how the how Ireland works. Well,
2: I know there's some Americans that come up to Canada and try to say that, uh, that well, they're in Canada, so they're no longer married to their wife because it's not legal in Canada because it wasn't in Canada they got married.
0: Right. So Canada wouldn't recognize that marriage? That's what they said, but but before that, for it to matter, they would have to become citizens of Canada anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're if they're living there but still citizens of the U.S., they're still paying U.S. taxes.
2: But the thing is, is that they'd still be married, right? I mean, coming to Canada doesn't negate anything.
0: If they become these citizens, are, does these it? These
2: are guys who are just trying to get girls to oh. fool around with them at uh, at resorts or whatever.
0: Well, what happens yeah. in Canada stays in Canada.
1: <laughs> well, it gets frozen so it can't go back. <laughs> well, if it if it gets frozen, just let it go. Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right.
2: I was waiting for that. <laughs>
0: oh.
4: High
2: five. Boom. Sorry.
4: Now there uh, there being a people who have married a lot of strange things like trees, you know, animals, iPhones, yeah,
0: but I but I still wonder what I mean. Why would why does it, Why do you care about the state recognizing the marriage if you've married a ghost? What is the advantage to that? What is she going to gain by by having Ireland recognize the yeah. marriage as legal? That's the piece I do not understand.
1: You know, I I think it has a lot to do with uh, you know where he's allowed to legally haunt <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh
2: well, considering that the name that she has of this pirate is not a no an actual real name of a known pirate
1: well, there's a hell of a lot of unknown pirates though
2: that is true. however, if it's a specific pirate that she used the name for, then she would be looking at if the person if the any treasures had been found that were in uh, named that were lost in his name. So, if, if there was anything in a
0: that's a long shot, though, right? I, I understand what you're saying. That's it, a big
2: long yeah, shot. That's, that's the only shot. thing I can And if he died,
4: a di- question, in order to get the divorce, did she have to sail out into international waters to that to do that as well?
0: Right, or or is Ireland? Or did she have to go through a divorce proceeding in Ireland because that's where she lives? Right. Mm. If they recognize it as legal, then they have to. Then they have. Then the divorce has to go through. Would have to go <laughs> through them. But here's the thing that I wonder. Let's say that this is a a real guy, and let's say that it, it was an Irish gentleman. He died 300 years ago, and but at the time he was married when he died. Now he now they would technically still be married, right, for the 300 years. And now if she married, if he married her, wouldn't he all now be committing adultery? Mm-hmm. If it was a real person,
1: not if he was Mormon. Not if he was a Mormon pirate. Oh,
0: how do you justify that? Because because remember, well, one guy, multiple, he can marry another woman. That's true. Exactly. She could go to his planet when she died. Yep.
4: Well, and, and that's the thing too. Like if he's a Mormon pirate, uh, he'd have, he'd be on another planet by now. He wouldn't come back here. He's ruling his own planet. The the problem
1: with the Mormon pirates, though, is that's why the rum is always gone because <laughs> they don't allow it on their ship.
0: That was the other thing that killed me. She says. She leaves. A, she leaves a little bit glass of rum out from because he's a pirate. So obviously, his favorite drink is rum.
2: Of course, the rummy ready. But where's <laughs> he from?
0: Let's see if I can. Uh, <laughs> let me move on next to one. this next story. So this next story, and I wanted to cover this because, uh, so seven hundred and thirty-three million is it? Yeah, million unique passwords. So password breach, and it's years old. So if this story was covered in the media. Couple of and boing boing was one of the ones where I, where i found it i also found one from oh where was this one wrc tv so uh, and i chose this one because they use some particularly um some language that i thought was let's see the data breach has uh, opened up a time is oh, okay basically yeah. You know, there's lots of these things going on right now and so that's true it's a a data breach containing 773 million email addresses and 21 million passwords was discovered on a hacker forum well i mean the guy who who did this is from have you been pwned i think that's where that's where it was it was a and so he, yeah so the guy puts it out on a forum the guy from have you been pwned adds it to his um adds it to his collection so he has a website where you can go put your email address in and it will tell you which where which sites have had breaches that that your email address and pa- and password might have been exposed in? So actually, a pretty valuable service that um, that you can go and use. This talks about how how it says experts are saying that this is one of the biggest this that this could be the biggest breach ever. And I'm thinking, what expert said that because they don't cite the expert in here, right? They they don't say. And so I went to Krebs on Security. So Brian Krebs is is a security researcher and. He, he, does a, he does a lot of this kind of stuff. So when he got a hold of this, um, it says how many were unique in here too because um, – so this is a – of these passwords, I thought it was only a small percentage that were new and unseen. He goes through and he talks to – and he's talking to the guy who actually is putting this out. So he goes and basically poses as a buyer for the rest of the list because apparently the rest of the list is terabytes of information. Um, so quite a few passwords. And the guy who put this out, you know, he, he acknowledges that this is old and about 90% of what he put out was already available. This isn't one breach. This is a, this is, this is a collection of all these different breaches put into one document is what this is. Um, so it's, and it, it's for the most part worthless at this point. There's nothing in here that, that, that's actionable and that's intentional because the guy who's putting up there wants to sell the rest of what he's got and so he so he's basically saying listen i this is what this is the proof of concept if you will so the rest of it could be potentially damaging but we don't know because nobody's seen it we don't know what he could possibly have in there but because much of what we we see in this document 90% of it can be found elsewhere you got to assume that much of what he has, it comes from all, from other breaches, you know, that, that we've already seen. But some, but if it's new stuff, maybe we haven't seen these breaches yet. Maybe they haven't been, um, come to light. So it is potentially a problem, but I think it was a little bit overblown by some of the other sites that I saw it on. But it, it but here's the thing is, you know, if people are reusing passwords, if you haven't changed your password in three years, <coughs> it's, it's, it could be a problem. Um, I don't know how you guys deal with passwords, but I use LastPass and I create a, a unique password for every site that I go to and then I have one difficult um long master password. So so every site that I go to gets a gets a, you know, randomly generated password so that I'm not so I don't, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, memorize a password for every site that I go to. I have one and then I use the password manager to do it from there.
4: Well, um, my my personal uh um strategy is to uh, most of them, the, the sites that don't matter will have the same password and the sites that do matter will have uh, unique passwords. So like my banking password is a different password than anything else.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's okay. I mean, depending on what those sites are, um, but even potentially those sites that don't seem like, the, like they're valuable could be valuable if somebody was profiling you. And if they could get into that information. But, of course, the main password that people want to get is your email password. Because if I can get your email password, then I can send, you know, a change email request, password request to a, to a site and potentially change the password of the one that I want. So That's email. another
4: good point. You want to make sure your, your main email where you have, like, all your stuff registered to is also a different
0: password. It's it's just as valuable, if not more valuable, than the bank password. Because if if they're all unique, if somebody pops a bank password, they don't have your the rest of your passwords. But if they pop your email password, they potentially have access to all your passwords, right? Mm-hmm. So that's scary. So yeah, I just I mean, people need to consider password management. They need to consider changing their passwords a little bit more often, probably. But but more importantly, make them unique. If 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 a three-year-old password is only on one site, they've still only got one site, right? If if but if you use that everywhere, they've got everything you've ever done. And if you haven't changed it in three years, that's really bad. So I, I just I just think that uh, I just wanted to cover that because one I think that it's a little sensationalized, but yet on the other hand, it's very important to to have a strategy for for dealing with passwords. So uh, so I threw so I threw the Brian Krebs article in there, and then I also threw an article in there. Um, To one that I thought was a little sensationalized. Because I don't think that researchers are saying that this is a huge, big problem. Because the the information is, for the most part, unactionable. But he could have something that is. (coughs) Um, Alright. Do we want to do the fulfillment story?
3: Sure. Okay. So. uh...
0: (coughs) Is is MSNBC just clickbait articles? I mean, because because the way this is presented is pretty lousy, isn't it? Is it just me?
3: Well, I, I I think any site anymore, e- even your know, legitimate news sites, tr- try it. So, but um, that just you know you gotta get the clicks now. I I, I wouldn't necessarily say they're they unique to tell you the truth.
4: Yeah, at the point well, the headline is a little bit clickbaity, but but like not said, a, not I not as bad as some of that I've seen. No, but, know, but it's also I, good. I've
3: seen quite a few news sites that are just as bad.
0: So the presentation is I don't know it's overblown. Mm-hmm. Mhm. I don't like it. <laughs> but anyway, well, uh, well but, it, okay, but it's so, interesting.
3: Um, so the, uh, the article that we're talking about, um the one part of life that means more than friends, pets, faith and jobs, um goes into a it, it, it's looking at a poll that was conducted by Civil Science. Um each question had t- um twenty seven hundred twenty nine hundred unique responses. Results have a margin of a um, plus or minus 2% points. So, you know, they're saying that, that this is not just some random poll. The, the, what they did has some merits behind it. Um, okay. And the poll itself was talking about fulfillment in life. And um, n- to me, not surprisingly, the um, question of how much fulfillment you get from your family had 63% with a great deal, saying, you know, 63% find that they get quite a bit of fulfillment from their family, and 25% some. With nine as none and three, nine at not much and three at none at all. So that's 12% saying they really don't get much fulfillment from family. That's pretty significant, I think. In contrast, um, how much do you get from job or career? Had only 20 with a great deal, 40% with some, 20 with not much, and 20 at not not at all. So you have 40% saying they really don't get fulfillment from the job and career which is to me very believable as well so there's one of those things where most of them isn't to me not surprising it fits with what i've seen not just for myself but from others uh spiritual beliefs was pretty high um with 37 percent with a great deal and 18 at none at all um and 28 some so that's um over a half um saying they, they get something out of their spiritual beliefs which I, no I would have to expect it's, it's not expect that to
0: be higher, well, try the truth. Yeah, but I, I, the fact I, I that it's higher than like friends—I mean, here that, it's higher than friends by what three points?
1: Well, you've got to also when you're when you're talking to people about religious faith or spiritual beliefs, this doesn't define what that is. It's that's just, true. Yeah, it, that's you know, true. it's not saying you know it, this is not this 37 percent saying a great deal are not saying Jesus is my savior.
0: They're yeah. saying
1: they get fulfillment from their spiritual beliefs.
0: So here's here's the order that that, that they went in. So it's it's family at sixty three percent, pets at fifty two percent, faith at thirty seven percent, which I mean that's a huge that that the disparity, disparity is pretty big. The pets are far more important than, than faith and friends at thirty four and then job at twenty.
3: I, I think this reflects something at the time, to tell you the truth even, because I do know a fair amount of people that Often seem closer to their pets than they do their friends and family. So the pets one sure. actually doesn't surprise me that
1: much.
0: No, I, I'm not surprised by that at all.
1: I'm not so, surprised by it either. Yeah. I mean, we're we're and, and we're in a society right now where people will, you know, basically get their pets Christmas cards
0: with Santa. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but it, the other thing is too is that the cat, uh, the pets, the cat, pets depend on. Us. So there's you you know, know. Right. A yeah. great deal that we have to do for them, so there's a lot more care and attention given to our pets than there is to our friends or sure. uh,
3: work or stuff like that. No
1: mad cat, no, just no. <laughs> Tango rescued me,
3: <laughs> and it does help that generally you, you you consider your pets to be there when you get home and stuff. When you you know they don't ask questions and You know, <clears throat> there's, there's a lot of stuff like that that you hear from people that are close to their pets. That um, remove it from the human interactions in a way that um, I can see why they put that as higher. Mm-hmm. So plus if they do,
1: but they do ask questions of their
0: parents. Yeah, if you yeah. look at the the faith and spiritual beliefs one, and you look at the the not at all and the not much that, and you add those together, that's thirty five percent, and that pretty much coincides with the, you know, with the the nuns, the people who who aren't, you know, saying right. they have any sort of religious. It's not necessarily atheist. But it's people who, you know, they might have some spiritual beliefs, but they're not—they're not going to church, and and they're not a huge part of their lives, right? They don't necessarily have a religion, and so that—and so that—that that pretty much, you know, that I mean that that thirty-five percent is pretty, you know, pre- parallels what um, what we're seeing as far as you know the nuns go. I
1: don't think that I don't think you can really safely say that about the nuns though. <laughs> no, I think those nuns. <laughs> I think they spent a lot more time in church than you giving them.
0: Brian, <laughs> not those nuns.
3: You got, you, it almost sounded like you were setting him up for that. I one.
0: know. I should. I oh. know.
2: Are you guys having none of that?
4: Uh. <laughs> Let's not make this a habit now. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's uh. always been
2: habitual. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh
3: but, the, 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 you know, I would say it's not a lot of what we're seeing is not really that surprising, but it, it is one of those things, that, you know, scientific, supposedly scientifically, they looked into it and have gotten this,
0: you know, data collected to show well, exactly sounds, what people. It follows the what? trends of other polls that I've seen.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I, I think that the interesting part yeah. about this is the low side on each of these. Like, how much fulfillment do you get from family? None at all. Three percent. That's got to be a sad, sad well, three
3: percent.
1: That's the same percentage of people you got that get no, no fulfillment from friends.
3: Yeah, and I, I know people who you know are, are like that. And, and it, it's personal issues, you know. So it's going to happen. But um, you know, all in all, it sounds like we as a society have a fair amount of stuff we are finding and fulfilling, that, which is
0: good. Yeah, it doesn't say you know immediate family or extended family either. It, it just says family, yeah, yeah. right? So I mean yeah. there's so
3: what do you
2: consider as family?
0: You know, I think that I think that people have different definitions of family anymore, mm-hmm. right? But but immediate family, you know, mom, dad, brothers, and sisters, you know, stuff like that. And then extended family is gonna be cousins and aunts and uncles, right?
2: So basically the family as opposed to the relatives.
0: Right. That's the extended family. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what there's when they say family, exactly who they mean. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you know, mom and dad. It could be other people in the family.
2: Or it could be people that you've adopted into your life. Right, but this is I mean this yeah. is why
0: I
1: mean I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this right now. You guys are family to me. But mm-hmm. here's the
0: thing is that for a lot of people, you know, that where family doesn't fill those needs, that's where church does, right? Those types of communities, yeah. finding those other communities. So me may, so maybe, you know, there there could be all sorts of reasons that mm. family doesn't provide that for them, that doesn't make them sad. It it just means that they're probably getting it some other way. They're they're filling it for themselves, right? You're making a huge assumption.
1: Yeah. And I'm actually,
3: the the job one should almost be more depressing to to see that only 20% get a great deal of satisfaction from their career. Yeah, That's actually a bit of a depressing thing to look at. It's not surprising, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, we as a society need to work on that. We need to figure out how to fix that number.
1: Uh, I that that becomes fixed when people are in are in are more in the job that the job that is their career, the job that fits them. Right.
0: You want fries with that?
3: <laughs> well, also beyond that, you know, I'm
0: that. practicing
3: going into we we do demean the people that um have the smaller jobs. We as a society oh, yeah. not say like that's yeah, yeah, the first, yeah. You know, oh, they only deserve minimum wage because all they do is flip burgers. like do you find them flipping burger
0: to be a value to you? you know, well, not only that.
2: Considering how many people go to get those flipped burgers? Yeah. It if somebody, an awful lot. If
0: somebody does and, find value in doing that, we we still make fun of them, so they wouldn't even be right. able to tell us, right, as a society. We have consider those, exactly. you know, those, those yeah, yeah, yeah so, that's a problem. So
3: we've actually but, made it harder for people to find value Um in their career, if there's something we consider lower than us.
0: Sure.
2: But yeah. the other thing is, too, is that the people who give you your gas, the people who work at the grocery store or at the at the local McDonald's or whatsoever, these are the people who are on the front line, especially the ones yeah. who are cashiers and such. Yeah. They're the ones who take the most shit <laughs> And whatever <laughs> yeah, comes they are. out of people's faces, yeah. you know? they're the
0: shittiest jobs, and I've done them, and I hate them with a passion. So, so right. if somebody is actually good at doing a job like that, should should they be paid seventy thousand a year? So, so that we have somebody that's willing to take that abuse? Yeah, well, <laughs> probably. You know, the
1: bottom line is that the minimum wage is supposed to be a living wage, and it's well, not. it's not. It's not. The other thing too is I'm minded of uh, <clears throat> the ending of the movie Office Space yeah okay so at the end of the movie the office space they basically manage to destroy the office that they work in and <laughs> the uh the protagonist finds himself working with his friend who's the construction worker and having a lot more fun doing that than he ever did at the office
3: yet that's only considered a less prestigious job than office work you gotta admit right. the
0: most cathartic mo- part of the whole movie is when they take the, the copier out into the field and beat the crap out of it.
1: No, no, it's a fax machine.
0: Oh, a fax machine, yeah, yeah. yeah oh. it's
1: a Fax machine and copier. But.
0: You have no idea how much I, things, I would love I hate to those do
1: things. that. I hate
2: those. They yep. always jam. Always jam. Oh, no, they're the
0: worst.
2: I'm always the one people would choose to. Hey, share, try to fix this.
1: Why? It's going to use and, my arm. You know, while the uh, while we're on the subject, though, I know that one of you took my stapler. <laughs> and okay. It, it, it's my stapler. That's my stapler. I need it back.
0: That's my stapler. Was it red? That's my stapler. It
1: was a red stapler. Yes.
0: That's my stapler. Oh
2: my oh, gosh! I, I think that, work that work. one went overseas.
1: There's a little bit of fun. There's a little bit of fun trivia about that, by the way. Office <laughs> Depot. That. After that movie came out, <clears throat> Office Depot got so many <coughs> so many requests for that stapler that they finally had to make one.
0: Really? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: They finally That'd had work. to order order that stapler from swing line in order to to stock it for all the requests they were getting for it
0: hilarious
2: it made jobs for people it
0: did anybody who's Hopefully worked in a worked cubicle good. anybody who's ever you know i, I mean it, they that there's so much in that movie to just kind of um connect with
1: oh yeah and steven root <laughs> the guy who played milton in there that guy is such an incredible comic genius in anything right.
0: he does. Oh, my God. I, we well, see you've been have
3: to watch this.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Milton thing was originally shorts
3: on um, Saturday Night Live.
1: Yep.
0: Uh,
3: That's where Office Space All came from. Mil- the, the whole Milton um, – in fact, I think they took it, the script straight from it, from what I remember. But the Milton lines in his cubicle are basically from a Saturday Night Live thing. Mm-hmm. Um, re- really simple animation of Milton doing the whole stapler thing. Yep.
1: With mountain lions.
0: Right. I and, see you've been uh, missing a lot of work.
1: I, <laughs> I, I, it looks like you've been missing a lot of work lately. I wouldn't I say I've
0: been exactly missing it, Bob. Missing it. <laughs> Bob. Remember, they were both named Bob, weren't they? Oh, yeah. I just wouldn't Bob. say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> Poor
2: people named Bob. I mean, it's so easy to play with that name, too. <laughs> 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 Never mind. Well, uh, a lot of people are Bob, oh. Bob. Bob. Bob.
0: All right. I think, <laughs> we I think, I think we're done. Subject. We got to be done, I, right?
2: I don't know where my head went, but it went somewhere. I don't know. I skipped well, I, I
1: think that the answer that we're looking for here is that if you don't find meaning and fulfillment in your job or your career or in your family or your pets or your spirituality, that you can find meaning and fulfillment in the movie Office Space. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. I think and, that's I, really
1: what our, and if that one doesn't work, then I uh, I prescribe the Harold uh, the and the Kumar home. trilogy.
0: All
4: right. <laughs> uh, th- there is one thing that my mother told me that kind of stuck with me. Uh, it was um, um, whatever your dream is, even if you just want to be a ditch digger,
0: then just be the best one you can be. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Say goodnight, everybody.
1: Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
0: And that's another win in the can. That
1: in the can of meaningful fulfillment.
0: If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the Amateur Skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at amateurskeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, share alike, no derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.